everyone and welcome to the Empowered Eating Podcast. My name is Lauren Boleen, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach here to teach you all about intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food and body. And in this episode of the Intuitive Eating Principles series, we've made it to exercise and nutrition officially. In this episode and the next, I'll be discussing the intuitive eating approach to incorporating healthy moving and eating patterns into your life now that you've done the mindset work, unlearned your food rules, and are ready to build sustainable health-promoting habits into your life without obsessing over your food choices or losing weight. This is where it really starts to get fun, but it will also continue to open your eyes to the limiting beliefs you may still hold about what it looks like to be healthy and move your body. One huge misconception about intuitive eating is that it's just about eating what you want without actually putting intention and effort into taking care of yourself. That what intuitive eating really is, is just an excuse to let yourself go. It's simply not the truth. I have found as a registered dietitian that using the tools of intuitive eating have helped me and my clients feel healthier in our lives, both physically and emotionally, because there was no longer so much shame guilt, and obsession every day over the food choices we make or our body sizes. Life and taking care of yourself can be so much easier to manage when you don't have strict black or white, all or nothing thinking surrounding every decision you're making. When you don't have to eat a certain way perfectly for it to be worth aiming to eat nutritious foods at all, or you don't have to exercise a certain level of time or intensity in order to be worth getting up off the couch and moving. Life becomes more manageable when your body isn't stuck in survival mode because you aren't giving your body the energy it needs because you aren't eating enough, leading to binge eating, brain fog, bloating, and a total lack of energy to do anything except probably meet the basic needs of those around you so that by the time you you could have a second to focus on you, You're too tired to do anything really except go to sleep. Or maybe because you didn't take care of yourself all day, you didn't have time to eat, you're slamming some snacks from the kitchen first, sending you into a shame spiral that you're stuck in instead of even being able to fall asleep. Does it sound familiar? And did you know that when your body is stuck in survival mode, especially one fueled by your body's need for basic life-sustaining necessity, a basic life-sustaining necessity like food, your emotions can feel totally out of control too. Yeah, it turns out myself and my clients have even felt more emotionally balanced by going through the empowered eating process that teaches you how to feed yourself enough food, be gentle with yourself and your thoughts and self-talk, and understand that you are doing the best you can in the body you were born into, considering all of the life circumstances you're dealing with right now. No, it's of course not all rainbows and sunshine. Don't get me wrong at all. Does going through this work mean that there aren't still hard thoughts? Does it mean that you'll never think, man, even with everything I know about weight loss and how it's unattainable for me to change my body that drastically, it would just be nice to be smaller, to fit into this world that so clearly caters to one type of person. Are you never going to think those things? No, you probably will. And of course, it's going to be hard. I think one of the hardest parts of becoming intuitive eater through the empowered eating program actually is losing that sense of control that you help yourself feel in your life by controlling your food choices so meticulously 
and in turn feeling like you have control over whether or not you lose weight for better or for worse. When you feel like you are in, you are actually in control, once you just take it seriously enough, you can do it. You're basically living with this little hope to chase because you feel like eventually if you just commit hard enough, you'll finally have that body that when we're actually being honest, you're never going to have. And you know what? Dieting, feeling like you can lose weight, feeling like if you flipped a switch and took it seriously, it would happen. It's a comfortable coping mechanism of blaming yourself for failing instead of acknowledging that it isn't meant to happen. And on top of that, you've been taught to feel ashamed of and blame yourself for a very long time when it comes to your health and your body, probably by your family, probably by friends, whether on purpose or inadvertently, definitely by your doctor. In this process, when you give up restricting your food, you really are giving up a coping mechanism that provides you what feels like safety and comfort, even if it hurts your overall health and well-being, by keeping you stuck in this endless cycle of restriction and binging, something that is absolutely not good for your long-term health. And you've probably already noticed that the time you can stick to the diet is getting shorter and shorter, which means you're spending more time in those periods between. You're stuck in this complete loss where you have no idea how to actually take care of yourself. So you just give up and eat whatever the F you want because nothing matters anyway. And if you can't lose weight, you might as well just be a slob because that's how everyone will view you anyway. Again, how right am I? I'm saying these things this explicitly because I've been there. And in the Empowered Eating Program, I'm going to ask you to confront this before we can actually look at nutrition and fitness. I'm going to ask you to try and find your deep sense of self-worth outside of losing weight or looking a certain way, or even being healthy the way that you were taught your entire life you had to constantly be chasing to be a good person. So yes, it's hard. But working with me does mean that when those thoughts and feelings come up, you'll have had the practice of reminding yourself where they come from and why they're there. You'll have the ability to remind yourself that you are not a failure or less than for the way you look and that you do. Yes, this is an important part of it too. You will know that you do have a certain level of responsibility in making sure that you are taking the time to care for yourself in the ways that you can. One last thing before we talk about principle nine. There is a reason that nutrition and fitness do not come until the end of my program as well as the end of the intuitive eating principles. I know when you become an intuitive eater, you want to jump straight to these. To have a healthy relationship with food and exercise enough that you can engage in regular physical activity, that you're increasing the nutritious foods in your diet. That is probably part of the huge appeal of intuitive eating to you. But I want to tell you the absolute truth that I have seen from my own clients and learned from the hundreds of women I have talked to throughout these last few years and know was true for myself. Until you can recognize, acknowledge, and confront your deeper beliefs about needing to be thinner to be healthy, and if you're coming from a lifetime of yo-yo dieting and hating your own body, it's going to be incredibly difficult to ever get to a point of feeling like you're genuinely eating and moving to care for yourself versus trying to control your body if you do not deal with the deeper mindset work first. 
That right there is the exact reason that so many women who tried to do intuitive eating on their own did not find success until they signed up to work with me. And immediately, with the support, with the education, with the guidance to slow down and rest, immediately they started to see the depth of their rules and limiting self-beliefs that they were unable to acknowledge on their own once confronted with an outside pair of expert eyes who could help them see it. Then in the Empowered Eating program, once we slowed down and spent the time needed reflecting, learning, and confronting, they were educated about how their body actually works and guided through the step-by-step process of the mindset change necessary to start seeing exercise and nutrition as basic self-care instead of a diet or a tool to control their body. And once they got there, they started to feel the true benefits of intuitive eating. Notice I said feel. That is what we focus on in the Empowered Eating Program. How it feels to be inside of your body and how it feels to take care of your body and how it feels when you don't. So my clients who have signed up for the program and trusted the process and slowed down and allowed rest and confronted the deeper beliefs that were holding them back, they were able to feel the benefits of allowing themselves to experience unconditional permission to eat and enjoy food. They understand exactly what their bodies need and how to provide that for themselves without needing a meal plan or even my advice anymore. And my clients develop an ability to be so much more gentle and understanding with themselves and their bodies. Yes, nutrition and exercise are a piece of the puzzle when it comes to taking care of yourself and having long-term healthy habits. They can absolutely benefit your health. But I will swear to you over and over that the best and most important step you can take first is to heal your relationship with food and your relationship with your body so that you can set those goals from a healthy place instead of a controlling, restrictive, and demeaning one. All right. With that preface, before we talk about exercise and nutrition... I say this again so that you understand you can't just jump in here if you are coming from a deeply restrictive place, okay? But we will now talk about principle nine. So first things first, I'll read to you from the Intuitive Eating Workbook. This is the workbook, again, that I use with my clients in the Empowered Eating Program as part of the tools they get to work through the Intuitive Eating Principles. This is a workbook that you can absolutely get and use um, use it yourself if you're not in a place to work with a dietitian at the moment, but want to get started on your intuitive eating journey and start learning how to do some of the um, awareness building and reflection that it takes to confront those food rules and deeper beliefs. Principle nine, exercise, feel the difference. Forget militant exercise, just get active and feel the difference. Shift your focus to how it feels to move your body rather than the calorie burning effect of exercise. If you focus on how you feel from working out, such as energized, it can make the difference between rolling out of bed for a brisk morning walk or hitting the snooze alarm. If when you wake up, your only goal is to lose weight, it's usually not a motivating factor in that moment of time. So 
So throughout the workbook, you'll be provided with questions that will help you reflect on your barriers to movement currently. Again, some of that reflection, recognizing some of your rules and black and white thinking that will most likely pop up when you start approaching these habits again. It's a good practice to get into. You'll have some prompts to reflect on what a fun relationship with movement might look like for you and help shifting your mindset so that you're thinking more, again, about how it feels to move versus feeling stuck focusing on weight loss and therefore never finding the motivation to actually move because you know what happens when you just focus on weight loss. You've seen it happen over and over and over in your life, right? One of my favorite parts of the chapter is the full giant list of different activities that absolutely count as movement. And this is one of the awesome mindset shifts that I was fortunate to learn from intuitive eating. um, And I love getting to teach my clients because one of the biggest things that I see people doing, especially chronic dieters, is discounting the movement they already do regularly in their lives. Whether that's something like caring for children, cleaning the house, gardening, or even regular walks. Like, I can't tell you how many times a woman has told me, I don't exercise, I only go on walks most days. Once you're able to shift your mindset, and similarly to the way we learn to think about food as just food, you can start to see movement as movement, all movement as movement. Whether it's high-intensity purposeful exercise or just the regular chores, you're up and moving around the house accomplishing. This mindset shift helps it become so much easier and more attainable to achieve the regular physical activity goals laid out in the World Health Organization's recommendations, which, if I had to guess, are probably less intense than you're telling yourself every day you you need to be exercising. The workbook will also cover those general activity recommendations, as well as cover some different tips and tricks for getting yourself moving a little bit more throughout the day. It will ask you to do some reflection on um, maybe you are a person who really doesn't get regular movement and it's something you'd like to start doing. So it'll provide you also with some reflection on recognizing different times throughout your current habits where you're sitting, where maybe we could add just a little bit of movement there that's going to make you feel better. I think the workbook does a really great job helping you begin to reframe the way that you think about exercise, and it does help you start shifting, hopefully, into a more joyful movement mindset where you can focus on movement because it feels good and joyful. Now let's talk about the Empowered Eating Program and what it'll feel like to confront your relationship with exercise there. So in the Empowered Eating Program, this is my group coaching program for women who have spent their entire lives dieting, who no longer know how to take care of themselves, and are willing to give up focusing on weight to heal their relationships with themselves, reconnect with your body so that you can actually feel the benefits of things like exercise and nutrition. In this program, there are two things that I emphasize that are going to be a little bit different than what you're going to get from the workbook. First of all, one thing I've learned over my years of being an intuitive eating coach and registered dietitian is that movement may just not be joyful for everyone. Of course, I definitely support aiming to find joyful movement if that feels like the right thing for you, if it feels possible for you. I know joyful movement is the right thing for me. I really do believe that movement can be a meditative activity that can help you slow down in your daily routine and really intentionally connect with your body. 
for someone like me, slowing all the way down into just a meditation is something that I'm working toward. Maybe eventually will be a part of my regular habits and practice. But for now, I can most easily turn off my brain by turning up music really loud in my ears and letting myself run or jog or walk around outside without tracking calories burnt or distance jogged and without any pressure to perform a certain way or run a certain distance. This is a healed relationship with running that I have spent at least two, if not longer, years working towards. So to preface this, um, and rebuilding this relationship with running, it has been challenging to me and it has humbled me and has forced me to reconsider what I get to set as a goal, especially as someone who had to take a long break from an activity I used to engage in in an unhealthy way. But allowing the time I needed to heal that relationship in order to enjoy it again has been worth the wait. I can't even tell you how good it feels now to be able to go out just for 10 minutes, no matter, I mean, less, more, whatever I want to do, and just really let myself tune out from the world and tune into my body. I've realized that it's okay to give myself also a little push toward engaging in regular movement. I've realized it really still is a choice that I want to make and even feel like I need to engage in regular exercise because I feel so much better when I do it regularly. And it's a really good way for me to support my body and more importantly, even my mental health. The benefits I feel when I exercise regularly, something I've been able to connect with since being able to remove weight loss from this equation is that I sleep better. I feel more energized throughout the day. I feel connected to my body. I've definitely noticed that more regular jogging has helped me also create more routine in my days, which is really helpful, especially as someone with ADHD who could sit and scroll on the phone for seven hours in a row if nobody stopped me. Uh, It's also literally even helped me shower more regularly and in turn be more consistent with basic self-care. And to be honest with you, that's something that I definitely struggle with when I'm not doing things to support my own mental health. So the truth is, and it's one that I hope will help you release some of the pressure you're putting on yourself right now, is that you don't have to love or find this like magical, immense joy and movement in order to do it. This permission to set a goal and choose to follow through on it, even if it doesn't feel particularly joyful at the beginning, or even maybe throughout for you, maybe movement is not joyful for you. It doesn't mean that still choosing to do it means you have an unhealthy relationship with movement. It's okay if movement isn't your favorite thing in the world, and it's okay for you to decide you will still make time for it because it's something you do to take care of your body. I recently made a TikTok on this realization I've discovered because of where I'm at in healing my own relationship with movement, and again, with all of the coaching that I've done with women throughout the years. And part of this realization is that Healing my relationship with movement and still choosing to engage in it is healing for my body and it's self-care purely because I deserve it, not as a means to an end of proving I'm healthy. So I made this TikTok and someone commented something along the lines of, really, it's like brushing your teeth. It's not like we love doing it, but we know it has to be done to take care of ourselves. And I thought that was such an excellent way to frame this and that exercise absolutely can be that 
um, you can have that relationship with movement. It doesn't have to be something so, so joyful. So that's something I've incorporated into my coaching around movement in the Empowered Eating Program. How do you start setting goals around movement because you know it's necessary, even if it isn't super joyful, without rocketing yourself back into a restrictive all-or-nothing mindset that's focused on the need to change your physical appearance instead of being tuned into your body and just letting yourself feel the benefit to motivate your follow-through with your goals? That is something I want to point out too. The benefits of working through the Empowered Eating Program versus trying to tackle intuitive eating on your own are not only that you get more in-depth coaching into each intuitive eating principle individually, but that the program builds on itself because it helps you really dig in and rebuild your mindset from the ground up, which includes building your ability to be tuned into your body versus focus on external influences so that by the time you get to the movement and nutrition principles of intuitive eating, you already know how to be better attuned to what you feel inside your body because of the work we've done with food. Another really cool part of the coaching you'll receive around this principle in the updated version of the Empowered Eating Program that is out now for new members who join is that in this portion of the videos, I get to help you understand what it takes to actually be able to enjoy movement. Meaning I'll outline for you the biggest barriers I see for people who are stuck trying to reincorporate movement, how you get stuck there, and we'll go back to the basics. We'll discuss what has to be in place first in order for movement to even be a realistic part of your routine again. This video is an important reminder that all things that contribute to your health are interconnected and that trying to improve one piece of the puzzle like movement may require you to take a bigger step back and ask what is really keeping you from being able to get there. Other than that, the obvious benefit that I've seen for my clients in working with me versus on their own and trying to heal their relationship with movement is just having to place, like literally a place to work through it <laughs> with other people. Coming to a call and having me help you reframe and mindset shift around your personal barriers and working around your personal schedule so we can figure out how to set goals that are realistic, that are probably going to challenge your current all or nothing mindset when it comes to movement. You'll have a community of women to discuss what's happening and what you're feeling and to feel affirmed that it's just totally fine if you need to just take a big long break from movement and practice giving yourself permission to rest and feel worthy and rest because it can make all the difference in your ability to actually show up for yourself and follow through. We'll practice setting much more realistic goals that I can basically again guarantee that you're tr you're <laughs> they're going to be so much more realistic than what you're thinking you need to set for yourself now. You probably still have rules around what is enough, what is intense enough, what is long enough, what is worth it. And because we'll take an approach different than the one your body is telling you you have to take now, you'll actually start to have a movement routine that you can build on while you continue to practice observing how it feels to move again. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you are tired of dieting and you are serious about improving your health long-term by being the type of person who can make time to prioritize their own care, you need to join us in the Empowered Eating Program. I would love to have you in there and I would love to help you get to do this. 
I have helped so many women do this. So I can tell you that if you've been stuck in this endless yo-yo dieting cycle for years, maybe even decades of your life at this point, you literally do need someone to help you slow down, to help you stop listening to all the external noise about what is right and wrong, to reconnect with your own body and someone who will empower you into making the best decisions for yourself. Whether that comes to supporting you and advocating for yourself with healthcare providers, setting a movement routine, learning how to actually rest, incorporating more nutrition into your diet, or just being kinder, gentler, and more understanding with yourself that it's actually not possible to do everything all the time and you are doing your best. That's what I'm here to help you do. It is really life-changing to stop constantly harassing yourself about what you could be doing better, how you could look better, how you could eat better, how you could get more done, and to start to learn to just listen to what your body really needs and be present with yourself, be present with your feelings and your needs. This is my goal in the Empowered Eating Program, and the long-term results speak for themselves for my clients. So that wraps up this episode of the Intuitive Eating Principles series. There's one more episode left. So next week, we will be discussing nutrition, how intuitive eaters follow nutrition recommendations, and we'll talk about why intuitive eating takes a gentle approach to healthy eating. If you're stuck in the yo-yo dieting cycle and tired of not knowing what to do next to feel better, I would love again to invite you to schedule a discovery call with me to learn more about the Empowered Eating Program and how working with a registered dietitian who's an expert in helping women implement the intuitive eating principles into their lives with respect for their individual goals, schedule, and needs can benefit your long-term health and acceptance of your body. There's no pressure to sign up for the program when you get on this call with me, but one thing you may learn even just from the short discovery call that we have is how deeply ingrained some of your rules and beliefs around food are. I find that many people think they know where their issues lie, and they find that talking to me really opens their eyes to how much work there is to be done to heal this relationship with food and self, even just from 20 minutes of me asking questions. If you decide to join the program, awesome. Over the next few months of your life, we will be able to help you put an end to the control that food rules have over your life. You'll learn how to eat enough food for your body's needs so that you're out of this restriction and binging cycle you've been stuck in for so long. And you'll even start to feel the benefits of taking care of your body in a variety of different ways outside of nutrition and exercise, even though we do get to work on those too. And if we have a discovery call, you realize you do need and want help and you want to work together but are unable to make that bigger commitment right now, We can always schedule a one-hour, one-on-one appointment together to discuss where you can start on your own using tools like the Intuitive Eating Workbook and other resources I can provide once we have a session together. The great thing about these one-on-one sessions is that anything you pay into those sessions can go toward enrollment in the Empowered Eating Program when you decide the time is right to join and get that more intensive help in the program and that the community can provide. So if you're interested in scheduling one of those one-on-one, one-hour sessions, those are $100. Um, I will make sure links for everything are in the description of this episode. Um, If you're not sure what you need, schedule a discovery call. Let's talk about it. 
I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I think is best for you. I'm going to give you all your options and I'm going to tell you that I want you to decide what's best for you. I'm not afraid of hearing a no, because to me, I want you to, again, make that decision that's best for you. So I hope this episode has provided you with some helpful insight into how intuitive eaters approach exercise and how the Empowered Eating Program can help you finally break through your barriers around becoming an intuitive eater so that you can experience a life free from constant diet talk and body obsession. It is possible, and I would love to help you get there. You can schedule your free discovery call at go.nutritionwithlauren.com schedule. And that link again will be provided in the episode description. If you have any questions or want to tell me what you're working on or learning on your intuitive eating and healing journey, you can find me online and reach out in my DMs. I am at dietitian period Lauren Boleen on both Instagram and TikTok. You can also email me at bolinenutrition at gmail.com if you have any questions about working together or scheduling a call to discuss what your best option is for working with me. Thanks for tuning in again, and I hope you have a wonderful day.